Definitely. Oh, this would be fun. I can get we can get started while I'm on the phone with Kim. Yeah. And now John provides a masterclass in communications with wives. <laughs> Let's see how he navigates the minefield of picking dinner. What's up? Show. I think just blew a kidney. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Story for Another Time podcast. <laughs> this is a great show. I love the show. I love the show. I love the show. Find us on Facebook, Story for Another Time podcast, and Story yes. for Another Time podcast at Gmail. If you got comments, we'd love to hear from you. <laughs> I'm Joe Greenwood. That's my buddy John Jacob. Hey, everybody. <laughs> just yeah, struggling tonight. Folks, oh, I know what the problem is. Because of that little piece that we played at the front there. That's <laughs> You are in a mood today. You are feeling froggy, aren't you? You know, there's not been a lot of sleep in the house. Yeah, I know. You you guys have been really burning the candle at both ends lately. Yeah. yeah. But I got to so. tell everybody out there, if you want a production put on for you, this is the guy. Joe Greenwood, Arrows Glow Premier DJs. He <laughs> knows how to put on a performance. The reason I say this is we had our eighth grade night for ba- boys basketball on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And it'd be in the past. The boys would line up. Their parents would line up. I'd read information about the kids. They'd give their parents some flowers and get their pictures taken. It's all over and done with. Joe set up spotlights. He set up a... And a I don't know way of putting a exploding jet fog machine with LED lights under it, highlighting the color of the fog that the boys ran through along mm-hmm. with glow sticks being waved by the cheerleaders ran through a tunnel of glow stick wielding cheerleaders through the fog, the green fog and with, and he was hyping them. It was, it was, it was a joy to be a part of. It was fun. And I had our athletic director who has seen it all said that was the best eighth grade night recognition ever. Oh, thanks. That's pretty cool. That was fun. You they're, did a great job. Joe. They're called you, geysers though. You, oh, geysers. Oh, that's a great word for it. That kind of explains it. But no, you guys have been really, really involved here this week, especially. Yeah, no, it's been a long week. It. It's been a long week. Thank you for that. That's nice mm-hmm. to say, especially after someone was trying to sue me. We'll get to that. It's been a heck of a week. We got a lot of stuff yes, to talk it about. Has. Number one, one thing we left on the table at the end of last week's show, you said the real problem with the world all this week long, you and I discussed and we figured out what is the real problem with the entire world. And I've got my solution. Your solution to the problem with the world was Russian windows. Yeah. I mean, I fully believe it. I, I did a little study here. On the amount of Russian officials that have fallen out of windows lately, <laughs> and okay. I'm thinking this is a problem, mm-hmm. um, and maybe that's why they're in so much turmoil over there is because they can't find decent windows, and all their officials are falling out of them. And it was the same thing during COVID. The number of Russian doctors falling out of l- windows was astronomical. So the problem is the windows. I, it's got to be the case. I mean, these are highly educated people. They're national leaders, and they keep falling out of these windows. So it's got to be a problem with the window manufacturers over there in Russia. That could be. And now how long until those windows start making the United States, and we all start falling out of them? That's dangerous. Yes. That's very dangerous. We have to be careful on this sort of thing. we got to be vigilant Let me and diligent. Uh, <laughs> 
vigilant and diligent yes. about your window standing near to. Yes. <laughs> Let me offer you a suggestion. Mm -hmm. Me being the countercultural cynic and the ODD, I'm going to say that it, have you ever considered it's not the windows? What else could it be, Joe? I mean, right here, top Russian oil official falls to mm -hmm. death from a hospital window. Mm. And a picture of him and Putin. And there was no. just one a couple weeks ago. One of Putin's top officials fell to her death from a window. Here's my idea. Okay. If it's not the windows, because it couldn't possibly be anything political. When I was hanging, let me tell you a story. This will be a, a, a parable, as it were. A parable. You, you can learn from this story. That's a um, story with a moral goose. Goose definitely knows that one. <laughs> when I was hanging the sign for the pancake run mm -hmm. out in front, and yes. I stood back and then was heckled. Heckled by friends, by the parents out by there. Who? This is definitely crooked. And I said, oh, oh is it? Yeah. Or yeah. is the whole darn building crooked? Could be. Could be. You Maybe know, the only thing level in this building is the poster that I hung there. That could be. What I was getting at is maybe, since it's doctors, it's lawyers, it's politicians yeah, falling yeah. out of windows, yes. it's not carpenters, because a carpenter can look and know that the room is slanted clearly towards the window, gotcha. but the doctors are bugs gotcha. bunnying it, and they're going, what? Yes. And then falling out the window to the desk. Okay. Whereas a carpenter would say, I'm not going in that room. Because it's, it's very, slanted. It's very obvious. So it's not so much that the signs or lack of signage is the problem. Mm -hmm. It's the slanted buildings that you're saying is the problem. They're drastically slanted. And okay. really like in a funnel towards a window. Yeah, I'm it's, sure you're... Maybe yes, it's architects that are the problem. slants towards the window. <laughs> I think you're onto something. <laughs> anyway, what I think the actual problem with the world is... Okay. It's signs. And maybe it's just the yeah, problem yeah. with the... With America, I'm gonna I'm gonna tamper mine a little bit, and have it just the problem with America is signs. This idea came to me today, as I was driving home, and you got across the train tracks, and there's a sign, you know, train tracks, 500 feet, I don't know what it says, uh, train tracks 100 feet, train tracks 50 feet, and then the ding 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 and the whole thing. I'm thinking, look. If you don't get the idea that a train may be there, by the time you get... I know, I know we believe in creationism, but Darwin may be onto something there. <laughs> Look, signs are the problem, okay? <laughs> So. <laughs> well, wait, so you're saying there's too many signs? There's too many oh, wait, signs. Wait, oh, I, I think I have what you're saying. I don't think you're saying it right. Oh, but I think I have a concept of what you're trying to say. Okay. Over signage mm -hmm. has led to the dumbing down of America. Is that what you're saying? Yes, and it's also saving dumb people's lives, which then contributes to the dumbing down of America, which then mm -hmm. saves more dumb lives. Gotcha. There's signs, caution, step up. Like, it's steps. I know what to do. I've been doing this my whole life. Who walks yeah. to steps and says, I don't know what to do. I know, what but are we that's doing? the problem. And they There's, would either learn how to do it right, or they would take themselves out of the gene pool. Yes. I got you. I've never been on an African safari, but I'm sure if I were out there in one of those little Jeep truck things that they got there, there's not a sign attached to the tree that says, don't pet the lions. You might be surprised. How many people have <laughs> met their deaths through that sort of thing? Well, a lot. And which is making your point, I realize. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say, these are wild lions. Cool. Kitty, 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 yeah, kitty, let kitty. Me get, here, let me do a quick selfie. Yeah, so here's what I saw. 
I don't know how true this is or not. I love this one. I saw it years ago on a Facebook mm-hmm. posting. 50 years ago, mm-hmm. the owner's manual for a new car showed how to adjust the timing of the valves in your car. Today, a new car owner's manual tells you not to drink the contents of the battery. <laughs> true or not? I don't know, but it's hilarious. That's another thing. That's an, oh my goodness. Okay, I did not mean to talk about this, but this. So we got we got the girls got new pairs of shoes the other day. Okay. And what comes inside of every new pair of shoes? The little cardboard stuff. No, the little the little desiccate, right? The what? The desiccate. Desiccate. You don't know what a desiccate is? I do not know what a desiccate is. Please explain. Goose, do you know what a desiccate is? I would love to know if he does. I'm sure he does not. It's the little package that comes inside your shoes that says... Oh! It's oh, the... Uh, absorbs uh, moisture. Silica gel. Yeah, it's called a desiccate. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure and what, it does. what I'm getting at, who in the world says, ooh, my shoes came with a treat? Yeah. Why do you need to yeah. eat? Why is there yeah. signs that don't eat this? Oh, I know. I know. Yes. Um... Because you're right, people are people, people are dumb, and they're not just dumb; they're litigious. Well, that's true. We said don't eat it. That's true. They, you ate it. We said not to. Not our problem. Not our problem. Not our problem. It may be delicious. I don't know. Oh man, no, it's not. I didn't need the sign. <laughs> I didn't need to know that the, the little thing that comes no, in the shoe. No, and coffee too hot. I mean, you know that the coffee hot warning on McDonald's is yeah. because somebody got burned when it spilled, and they sued McDonald's for the coffee being too hot. Yeah. Con- warning: contents are hot. You got to do it to protect yourself. These people, the litigious and dumb would have died out a long time ago if it wasn't for all the signs. I think I shared with you earlier um, that my wife and I went on a trip this past weekend to Geneva, Mm -hmm. Illinois. Yeah. Stayed at a lovely hotel, the Harrington Inn. Got to give a shout out to them. It's fantastic. But on the way up and back, I managed to actually listen to our podcasts. Um, (laughs) But... What my favorite part was, was mm-hmm. your ranting. We listened to the Hamloaf episode. So if you have not listened to the Hamloaf episode, please do. Because season, season Joe... Three, episode... Five? I don't know. Two? I don't know. Joe had an epic rant on Star Wars <laughs> and Marvel fans and it was amazing <laughs> and it was hilarious and we were both cracking up in the car at you ranting and you made the comment at the end of that rant don't even get me started on musicals <laughs> so I have got to know what is your problem with musicals I want your deepest thoughts on it we'll get to that no right Space. now I want to tell you another story oh I want to tell you a different story okay. I'll, I'll tell you about musicals in just a minute all all right. I'm going to tell you a different story. So I feel like I got gay caked. I'm turning that into a verb. Gay caked. So you remember the Christian baker that didn't want to do the, the cake for the gay wedding, that type of thing? I do remember that, yes. Okay. Yes. So uh, my DJ business is on a company or on a service called The Knot and The Wedding Wire. And I get a lot of requests, okay. these type of things, right? I got one recently 
for a gay wedding, and the picture on the profile was over-the-top gay wedding. Like, okay. there was no... And it was clear in the message, this is for a gay thing. Mm-hmm. I have a standard response that goes out. Just, mm-hmm. you know, you message me, boom, doop, there's your response, okay? So then they message me back. And say, I just want to be clear. Are you okay with doing gay weddings? And there may be some other people and some different gender ideologies at this in attendance with this. Would you be okay with such a thing? And I immediately was like, now, uh, how are you interpreting that tone as you say this? Just, just like I dictated it. <laughs> anyhow, so anyhow, okay, sorry, didn't uh, even throw so up in my I, joke. So I saw this, and I immediately was like, this feels like a trap. Oh yeah, yeah. This sure. feels like, and I've done, I've done. Well, I did a lesbian wedding, I did a gay wedding, I guess, yeah, same thing, yeah, all yeah. the same envelope. So I just shot back, yeah, that's no problem. Yeah. Left it. They read it. Moved on. Hmm. You could be onto something there. I Seriously, think yeah, you could be. That there was somebody fishing for yeah. me to say. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I Maybe wonder. Got attached somehow. Something. Why, if they're targeting you, or they're just that's something they just just fishing trolling thing. fishing. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. But it was very like we're really gay. <laughs> Do our wedding. How do you be really gay? Unfortunately, I'm. I'm really. I hate to talk about this but it is true that i mean that does happen um we we've been we've gotten training as schools and stuff Mm -hmm. and churches on being aware that that is out there people looking for test cases Mm -hmm. and you just you just unfortunately you have to look at things through a kind of a cynical eye sometimes about why is this happening this just seems weird oh it i thought it was very weird yeah no i i i totally can see where you're coming from on that and my thought is look as a dj i'm not here to save your soul i'm you know what will you do when you leave here at night mm-hmm. nothing to do with me see well that's why <laughs> that's uh um yeah uh here, here's the deal joe uh-huh. well, god loves everybody he uh-huh. doesn't care if they're gay or straight or color he loves everybody now there are always actions that are contrary to his word and the older i've gotten the more i put myself in the position you know what you know i'm really not in the position to judge i'm just here to show god's love to everybody no we 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 love all in our little corner of the world and that and that's what that's what's really irritating to me Mm. and i know there are some Christian organizations that kind of give us a bad judgmental name mm-hmm. and but you know like right now I've been down to the state capitol now to lobby for this program we have called Invest in Kids Act oh yeah, yeah. Empower yeah, Illinois yeah. Um, but what it is it's a scholarship program for kids that need help going to private schools Christian schools wherever they want to go to and it's not a government run agency it's it's allowed by the state but it's all privately funded but there is an organization called uh, friends of public education who really does not want to see this happen and they're putting out all kinds of stuff about how hateful we are towards the lgbt community and how uh discriminatory we are against races and discriminatory how we are against uh people with disabilities things like that okay. and just not true mm-hmm. now i know some people some christians come across pretty hateful things like that but uh, from where i sit true christianity is we embrace and love everybody we'll teach them the truths that we believe mm-hmm. and uh we'll let god sort out the rest i think 
with that, people know what to expect. Like when they walk through these doors, that we're a Lutheran school, and so we teach Lutheran principles and that exactly, type of thing. Exactly. Yeah, if yeah, you yeah. go to McDonald's and order a Chick fil A sandwich, they're going to look at you like you're an idiot. Right. Same thing. Come here and start spouting some nonsense. We're going to look at you like you're an idiot. Wait, where are you? You know? Oh, God, I had that happen once. You ordered a Chick fil A sandwich at McDonald's? No, we're, we're driving through Florida, mm-hmm. and my wife and I got in this argument. We're in this town. I'm like, oh, we're in Kissimmee. Isn't that a cute name for a town? And she's like, no, you moron, it's Kissimmee. It's an Indian term. Mm-hmm. So we are. We went back and forth on this. Finally decided to stop in and ask what the name was. And, and so I went in there and said, hey, can you tell me the name of where we are? And they said, Burger King. <laughs> I didn't appreciate that. I like that one. Did not see that one coming. During last week's show, you were talking about your experience purchasing drug paraphernalia. For Lutheran Schools Week. Uh Uh-huh. I'll edit that part out. Um, (laughs) And you you did ask the question, where did, uh, where's the name Headshop come from? And I pride myself on being a king of useless information. And I had no idea. No, you didn't. Until your brother texted you. My brother actually listened to this, had an answer for us. So a head shop, is it an acronym? No. Oh, okay. No, it's not an acronym. Because you get stoned and it messes with your head, that type of thing? Uh, no. Well, you're, you're kind of in the right neighborhood now. This is my brother. Uh-huh. texted me. He said it's called a head shop because potheads go there to get their head right. Not sure if you're telling me the truth or just messing with me because I'm naive. <laughs> True. Okay. Now, he graduated in 1972, so he uh, must know something. Must know. He must know something. Thank you for that. I always appreciate the notes and comments from our listeners. Yeah. Even the ones that say, John needs to tell more jokes. I'm not, I've never gotten that email, believe I it or not. I keep telling you, I'm not a funny person. <laughs> You're hilarious. Oh, no. I'm no. A, I'm a Lutheran principal. We are not funny people. We're not supposed to be funny. It's against our code. Against your code? Our bro code, being Lutheran principals. See? See? Right what? there. You, you, the bro code of Lutheran <laughs> <laughs> Which I can't say here. that anymore because there's a lot of fine, outstanding female Lutheran principals, too. Oh, like, about the time I got hit by lightning. What? No, this is not a joke. <laughs> no, are you serious? You got struck by lightning? I, you know, I don't know that I was actually struck, but I had a meeting or something in Peoria once. This was long before teaching even, and it was starting to get stormy out. And I'm walking across the top deck of a parking garage in Peoria. Yeah. And I had my umbrella, and there was just—I mean—immediate clap of thunder, and I mean, I felt this electric pulse go through my body i mean i felt my hair stand up on my arms yeah and there's this guy standing about 30 feet from me goes he's looking at me he said i'm not standing near you so i don't know what he saw (laughs) that i couldn't see but man i felt a a a current go through my body you didn't ask him no like really i I said oh okay I mean, no follow-up, okay. It was back when I had hair, and I, I mean, I felt it is. I mean, it's, I thought it was more like a ambient charge I got. But he saw something that was, freaked him out a little bit. 
Wow. I guess it would have been cool if I would have thought to have asked him at the time, yeah. did you see a bolt hit me? Yeah, what, then what just really happened? Then would really have a story. Then you would have a story. But, oh, it was wild. Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, I could actually see it. Well, did it hurt? No, it didn't hurt at all. No, I just felt this charge of electricity. Huh. The umbrella might have taken that. I don't know. I mean, lightning is weird. Yeah. Um, Update on the on the whispering thing. I'm not doing great at the whispering thing. I, I have to consciously think about it. But I have almost entirely stopped yelling in the house. Good. Which is good. If you don't remember, this was from three weeks ago. <clears throat> I talked about this guy's uh, parenting philosophy of mm-hmm. whispering, not shouting. Because mm-hmm. that way you get their attention better. It does work. Mm-hmm. Although <laughs> I scared the crap out of Brooklyn. And I was trying to be intentional. I'm going to whisper to her. So I got right up close to her and she turned her head right. So we're face to face. And she, ah! she didn't see you coming. She did not see me coming. <laughs> oh, which then, of course, hilarious. that's hilarious. So oh, the man. any anger that I had that you weren't listening was immediately gone because. <laughs> oh, my gosh. If you folks knew Joe's kids, they are all just so beautiful and adorable and so sweet, all yeah, of them. Because I stopped hilarious. yelling at them. It's hilarious. I will say the house is a lot more peaceful. I think Good. that I think that since I'm the, the calming presence in the house, and it yeah. takes a lot for me to get there. So once once I lose my cool, then everybody's like, oh, <laughs> it's chaos time. Yeah. And then I get myself back, and there's still chaos. So I think I think the, the whisper. That's thing, awesome. That's you awesome. You can pull it off, which takes a lot of patience. And I'm still trying. Yeah. No, I wish, I wish I had known that when I had kids that age. Yeah. That would have been a big difference. Hmm. Just give you an idea how I was. My son went through Marine boot camp and really thought it was nothing. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe, maybe a good parenting style is somewhere in between. I said, you're welcome. Yeah. yeah that's just... <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, they'd yell at you. All right. Coming up next week, uh, we've actually got, I've got updates on, um, there's another cool parenting thing. I'm reading way too much. I read a fascinating study on fear and how your the limbic system, its whole job is to have you, help you react from fear. That's its job. You know, hey, something's too quiet. It's, oh, it's too quiet. Next week, let's talk about that. What if it doesn't have anything to do in 2023 because you live in your in a very safe room that you could stay in for 30 years and nothing bad will ever happen to you? There's not going to be a leopard jumping in here. People that don't have anything to fear, mm-hmm. how it reacts. Fascinating. I know exactly. Okay, I know. Okay, we'll save that for a story for another time because I have a lot to say about that. That is, you are being used. Your amygdala is being used and manipulated by so many sources that you don't even realize. And how that affects your body. Yes. Brain. Yes. And your everyday life. I, I am, I cannot wait. And... (laughs) Are we like the most geeky podcasters? I can't oh God, wait no. for our discussion about the amygdala. 
we're going to have a rip roaring good time. Well, it's fascinating because it's going to help people figure out how to actually navigate. It's still there. This is actionable. It's a thing that you can recognize mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. help to kind of navigate your way through your daily lives. Yeah. It's it, this is an actionable and useful tool that I'm going to teach sure. you. We'll talk to and you once week. again, you have avoided your musical rant. You got a dinner to get to, buddy. I have to go now, but the musical, I expect a full-blown rage rant next time we're together about musicals. All right. I will tell you (laughs) and about film class, Western Illinois University, 1999. All right. That's where all my rage started. It's locked up right here. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Have you ever suffered that horrible thing of having your hostess ask you to sing? And just because you're so polite, you mumble through your teeth, all right, and suddenly a deathly gloom descends upon the entire room, and the whispering gallery starts to ring with, hold your hats, he's going to sing.